Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Maker That Money. We are live here on the YouTubes as we often are Friday mornings, 9 a.m. Pacific. I am Pooch of the company Repcord, and with me today, my trusty sidekick, Mr. Andrew Mayhall, the king <laughs> of the empire of sticky at 3D Gloop. Andrew, how are you this fine week day? I'm... I'm doing all right. How are you? I can't believe I, it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, I, we're going to get real with you today because I'm going to be honest. I am burned out. I am literally like I'm suffering major imposter syndrome on this one, and it's going to be oh, no. partially cathartic for me. And, and for me, I'm going to count on on you, Andrew, and some of our, our group to, uh, uh, you know, just help you know, help me walk through a lot of it. It has been a long and challenging year as these things mm -hmm. often are, you know, running a business uh, and whatnot. But I, I want to, I, I think I have a couple goals for today. Um, one, I just want to come clean on kind of the reality of where we're at. We, yes, we've had a lot of awesome things and we're going to talk about wins here in a second and all that stuff. Awesome. Um, but I know that, one of the things that we often face, whether you mm -hmm. are a business owner, a founder, uh, a, a YouTuber, uh, you know, a lot, lots of different types of business, even right? whether you're in product or you mm -hmm. yourself are the product, uh, we we are not immune. Nobody is immune for the from the notion of burnout, and so. Um, you know, I, I want to just kind of have a little mea culpa around the whole thing and, and kind of um, mm -hmm. say, while outwardly we, we celebrate our wins, uh, we don't often share some of like the lower points and stuff like that. And it can get kind of dark. There, there can be some, you know, emotional baggage and stuff. And so if you're not... Mm -hmm. Not in it for a little ranting or a little like, and I'm not trying to be woe is me <laughs> or any of that stuff. Like, I, I really want this to be a helpful per perspective for people. Um, mm -hmm. But I think we're going to try to take a different tone a little bit. That That's kind of my thinking. Um, and I know you've got okay. some stories to share from, you know, your past experiences and, mm -hmm. and challenges with the B word uh, as well. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're going to get into that. Yeah. But instead of just, you know, like I said, we're not going to be doom and gloom about it. We're going to start and we're going to we're going to do our wins the way that we do every week. We like to be we're optimistic individuals. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you knew that about yourself. I'm just lumping you in there. You're an optimist just like me. I guess I'm an optimist now. <laughs> uh I I'd be curious if you if you feel that that's a shared trait of of founders and stuff. Like do you believe you have to have optimism in order to be a successful business person question absolutely mm. I, I i absolutely believe that um mm, i mean mm -hmm, i have mm -hmm. in many cases um you know maybe misplaced optimism <laughs> misplaced <laughs> um, optimism i like that um where you know yeah it's 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 one of those things where it's like oh you know we'll figure it out you know it's it's the glass is half full sort of thing all the time don't get me wrong there's times where it's like oh no this is this is terrible this is you know this isn't going to go the way i want but yeah. I, I think i think a lot of maker entrepreneurs just founders in general probably have that you know that similar trait of maybe mis misplaced optimism <laughs> well let's channel some of that misplaced optimism and put it to work this morning and why don't you lead off with a win for the week if you would be so kind 
Okay. Um, let's see. Well, uh, just general wins. Um, you know, things are good. Uh, we're going to close out the end of the year on a strong note. So I'm excited where, you know, uh, this year has been a really good year for Gloop. Uh, we've grown a lot, almost doubled in size, um, you know, in, in terms of just general products sold and revenue. But, um, you know, yeah, uh, you know, we're doing our year end numbers this week and it was looking great. Mm. <laughs> That's that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. We uh, I'm going to save my commentary on the on the financial health of the company and stuff <laughs> like that for a little bit later. Um, but the the win and, and guys, if you're with us uh, and you're listening back again, join us in the chat uh, some Friday at 9 a.m. If you want, that's a great way to interact with us. Also, we have the Maker That Money hotline with the link above if you want to call in. Uh, but please uh, share your wins in the chat, and maybe we'll read some of them out here so we can all share in our victories. Uh, for me, uh, a win this week, uh, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say uh, an, an amazing thank you to the entire community who voted for us as value-added reseller of the year. I think this is Repcord's oh, nice. first, first award uh, that, that nice. is given out by 3D Printing Industry Magazine. So that was a really, really nice surprise. I think I um, I did not do a very good job uh, promoting it. I wasn't really familiar with... Uh, I, I've heard of the magazine. I've read you know a couple articles here and, here and there. Mm-hmm. Um and I know that there's different feels uh, with within our groups in, in terms of um, you know what what's what's the value of having a, an award where people are just voting like is it a popularity mm-hmm. contest and stuff like that. Um, so you know I didn't I didn't feel like when we got nominated one I was super flattered by that I was not expecting and it's this is still kind of a surreal thing because when you look at the list of other nominees major mm-hmm. imposter syndrome there as well I don't feel like we have any business being on that list <laughs> given how tiny. Uh, we are, but like it was, you know, to be cliche, very humbling just to be nominated. Uh, and then uh, for them to announce that, that we had won, that uh, was just, I, I was like, what, really? Like, how can that even, <laughs> how can that even be? So obviously it's because all of you guys, everybody that supported us, customers and, and people that I interact with on the regular, like went to the trouble to actually vote uh, on this online survey. Uh, and and it feels really, really awesome because I know I did nothing uh, to, to pr- promote it. I, I feel like that in some ways would be the purest representation, right? Just like leave it out there mm-hmm. and let people speak their mind. You know, I didn't, I didn't send yep. it to my family and say, Hey, everybody click on this and, you know, <laughs> uh, do any yep. of that at all. Um, and, and, and no, no offense to anybody that might've, you know, done that. I think it's a real honor to be, you know, on that list mm-hmm. and any, any opportunity, especially as a small business to have somebody shine a light on you is, is very flattering and, and humbling. So, uh, you know, I think that's awesome. Uh, Mike's saying it's time to br- build a trophy case at, uh, nice. HQ. Yeah, that, uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> the, the, in lieu of trophies this year, they, they just sent us a little digital badge. So I just need to maybe find a little spot on the website or something for it or, you know, in the awards nice. section with just one, <laughs> just little, one little badge one little thing, a virtual, <laughs> yeah, virtual, uh, trophy case and stuff, but we are honored and I appreciate the team over at 3DPI. I know that they struggled doing their first, um, uh, online, uh, award ceremony this year. 
Um, we we actually tried to be on. We were on there supposed to be pulled in for you know our acceptance speech, and uh, something didn't go quite right. Oh no, uh, there. But you know whatever, it, it's it's fine. And uh, hopefully they get back to doing a in person. It might be a fun event to go to. Apparently they do. That'd like, be a big cool. Black tie, of, you know, gala thing. Oh, I love a good gala. Wow. Wow. Gala, gala, gala <laughs> a gala, a regatta. I like all the very uh, fancy <laughs> things. So. Yeah, uh, so that 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 was a big win, and I, I I owe it to everybody out there who who voted for us. I I'm humbled and honored, uh, and still in kind of shock about the whole thing. So that's <laughs> that's cool. So we're award winning now. We can say over nice. award winning. That's a good nice. win, right? What do you guys think? That is a fantastic win. <laughs> uh, Jordan says he did in fact vote Pooch. Thank you for your vote and nice. your kindness. Uh, hello, Zombie Hedgehog. Good morning to you. Uh, Mad Monkey's going to model us a trophy. Hey, that sounds cool. We could print a that trophy. Is... We have the technology. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. What's up? Oh, Alex Gibson's sharing a win. I have had a couple of what could have been challenging meetings that actually went very reasonably. Well, see, that's good. It's all about your expectations, mm-hmm. right? Um, other things have completed well. I feel like I'm ending the year very much on top of things. That is great, nice. Alex. Congrats on that. I am happy for you. Uh, Phantom Printer, thank you for your well wishes and all of the rest of you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant at 3D Musketeers is win. He picked up a new printing contract, got paid for a big job. Getting paid is a, Getting always paid, a win. Yes. It's always a win. (laughs) Quoted another, got approved for his show sponsorship, so his booth is actually affordable. That's a lot of wins, Grant. You're you're nice. Go get a lottery ticket, dude. You're you're on a roll. Yeah. Hello, Courtney from Filament Stories. We love you. Good to see you in the chat this morning. Uh, Pez Liz, as always. Always. Oh man, we got a good rowdy Grant. Oh, Brian Vines is in here. The king, the pun Mm -hmm. master general, the pun master Uh, himself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He is here. (laughs) He is here. Brian, quick, say something funny. <laughs> Put him on the spot. Um, all right. Shall we dive into the topic Let's do this. of the day? Okay, so we're if you're just joining us uh, today on the pod, we are going to discuss the B word, and by that I mean burnout. Um, this was motivated a couple weeks back, actually, by my friend James, who is uh, known as the Hacksmith on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We kind of... Um, mentioned it a little bit last week, but, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he came forward with a video, I, I want to say a week and a half or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, just saying, you know, this is why I'm, I'm taking a break from videos <clears throat> and his manager and he's got a actually rather large team. Uh, he's mm-hmm. a 12 million plus, uh, YouTube channel. So very large, been at it very for large, a yeah. long time. And, um, like many, uh, I think it was just suffering the grind of it and it was not feeling mm-hmm. uh, sustainable. They, they mentioned being kind of caught on a loop and we're going to get mm-hmm. into what that is and what that means and stuff like that. But um, I, I, it very much resonated with me and I think it resonates with a lot of people, whether mm-hmm. you're a YouTuber, a business owner, a founder, uh, you know what it is. I think it's a problem that we all have to face sometimes. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it ebbs and flows for a lot of us, right? We have our times where we get energized, and that's why we try Absolutely. to focus on the wins, right? To, to drag ourselves mm-hmm. out of the funk sometimes. Yep. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know that that was a hard thing to do to publicly 
admit to it. But uh, that's the first step of anything, I think, is admitting you've you've got a problem and and doing what you can to, um, mm-hmm. you know, step back, identify the problem, and then figure out how you're gonna get better. Yeah. And uh, yep. I applaud him for uh, sharing that honesty because we as a society, a lot of the times, I think, mm-hmm. struggle with. Uh, our place in social media and, and thinking, you know, everybody's always just uh, rainbows and butterflies and we're doing mm-hmm. great. And it's the, the perception, the public perception of where you are does not often coincide with where you actually are or where you feel that you are. Yep. And uh, that's, that's challenging because in a lot of ways that makes you feel beholden to it. You know, it's like, I've mm-hmm. got to keep being, I've got to keep being a cheerleader and have a positive attitude and I'm really struggling, and it's hard to just drag yourself out of it when you're yep. in that mode. <clears throat> James happens to be lucky enough to have a team that can carry the mantle in his absence and stuff like that. As uh, solo founders and bootstrappers and stuff like that, we don't always have that that luxury. And so we mm-hmm. need to find that uh, camaraderie elsewhere and whatnot. But the goal... Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I think is talking not as much about the burnout and the problem of that and how to address it, but really the point is talking about how do you move to a sustainable mm-hmm. business or or venture or whatever you know it is that you're where the burnout is mm-hmm. you know is causing you issues. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that's a big challenge, right? Like creating because we get excited, we get energized, we start a lot of the times like we just go, go, go with like not really that big plan of like, where are we actually going? Mm -hmm. I had a great quick chat on Twitter. I want to say chat, but like some traded uh, comments with uh, Ben Eadie, who's a, uh, a very successful prop maker for the film industry and stuff like that. He was on and he, you know, mentioned burnout and having a really hard time learning to pace himself and i was being a little flippant and i said if you figure that out you let me know and i was Mm -hmm. tying it into uh you know running analogy i like to run um Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know if i like to run but i do run (laughs) (laughs) and and uh, i was saying well i can pace myself on a run when i know i have to run a 5k or a 10k or whatever it is like I, I have a sense of like what my timing needs to be. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped and I, I mused, I said, I can't, I can't do that with my life in general because, and I, and, and I wondered, I said, I wonder if that's because the distance isn't defined in the same mm-hmm. way. Yeah. So if you, if you stop and think about learning to pace yourself, like when you have an open goal and it's just go, go, go. And we're going to try this. And we're going to try this and try this. It, 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 yep. You burn out because you, you don't know if you're running a 5k, a 10k, a marathon, like you, you mm-hmm. don't know when, when it stops. Right. So exactly. how do you, how do what, you pace what is yourself? The success? Yeah. How do you pace mm-hmm. yourself if you don't know where the finish line is? Mm-hmm. And I, and I think that that really, I don't know, maybe the, you tell me what you guys think in the chat, if that defines the, the thing for you well, but I, I think that that can be part of the problem. You, you've, You've started the race without knowing where it ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we want it to be sustainable, how do you get a sustainable pace when the pace is at infinitum? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> is that a good analogy? 
I think it's a perfect analogy, and it's something that I came to terms with a long time ago. Um, as many people uh, probably know that are regulars here, 3D Gloop is not my first startup. Uh, I had a previous rodeo. startup. Yeah. yeah, so I had a previous one several years ago. Um, it was literally right out of college. Uh, you know, I dropped out and gave everything, uh, you know, to that startup. And, you know, I ended up running into several areas where, you know, burnout was very real. Um, I didn't want to continue going. Uh, but I think really, you know, what I came to understand was I had this idea or this vision of success, but that was always moving. It was a moving target. It moving never target. was. Yeah, it was never something that could actually be achieved. And then what I realized is that that vision of success was based on what you see other people's success. So, uh, you know, I've said the phrase before here uh, in the podcast, you become an overnight success in five years. Yep. Uh, you know, success, what we see. <clears throat> yeah, what you see out in out in kind of the public sphere, social media, this is, you know, <laughs> basically just a highlight. And the, yep. it's a perfect snapshot. And you only get to see what someone wants you to see. Exactly. Uh, you don't get to see the grind. You don't get to see the work. You don't get to see all of the effort that was put into that flywheel, that energy storage that mm. they've been doing mm -hmm. all this time. Mm -hmm. You just get to see that snapshot and you're like, wow, I want that as success. I want to be there. Right. If I'm not doing that, I'm failing. And therefore, you know, I'm going to have to move all of this effort up to this level now uh, to compete. And you put so much more pressure on yourself that it's impossible to maintain. It's, Absolutely. it's unsustainable. It's unsustainable. Um, so, so the search for sustainability is, is just key. I mean, there's, there's so many little things that contribute and let's break it down a little further if we can. Mm -hmm. Let's just yeah. define what burnout means to both of us, just so we can define the problem and sure. chip away at it here. So what does burnout mean to you? Well, so for me, um, you know, it kind of means a law, a loss of passion or motivation, um, in the thing that I'm working on. Like I'm a very passionate individual when it comes to something that, you know, I'm like, I get excited about, um, you know, I get excited about some really nerdy stuff, like, you know, polymers and adhesives and designing, you know, cool, crazy new things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and that's, that's what I'm excited about and the research and all of the effort, but you know, I, I can't tell you how many times that I've gone down a path that I've invested hours and hours, but hundreds, if not thousands of hours of research in to only find out that it's not going to work, that dog mm -hmm. won't hunt. Right. And so then from there, it's like, wow, that's a massive L. That's a huge loss. And mm. I, I don't want to continue because I just spent all of this, you know, all of this energy to do this. Right. Um, and, right. you know, I'm feeling like, okay, well, now since this isn't going to work, I'm not going to be able to like pivot or other things like that. And, you know, maybe it's a, you know, a, a silly kind of view of burnout, if you will, but it's just, I, I would lose the passion or that motivation to go and continue, you know, like, how could I figure this out? What's the next thing? Yeah. Um, you, you know, you, you, and, you stumbled on a lot of interesting pieces there that, that I, I think we need to dig on. And, and it's, it's sure. First of all, it's a, it's your personal perception. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and yep. uh, how much I, we kind of alluded to this earlier when, when your personal perception of your success doesn't line up with what you believe your outward, like your, your mm -hmm. public perception is you yeah. burden yourself with the fact that 
you don't feel as successful as you should be or that you're pretending to be. And so that imposter syndrome kind of creeps mm-hmm. in. And, yep. and, and, and if I'm trying to distill it down, like that drives into the emotional uh, component, the, the oh, emotional yeah. badging. So, so w- w- I talk about how much, um, you know, energy is required mm-hmm. to, to perform. Right. So mm-hmm. I had a tweet earlier in the week. I said, you know, a lot of people say time is the most precious resource because so you can't make any more of it. And I would say, no, I think energy sure. is the most precious resource because without the energy, having time does you no good. Like you can't mm-hmm. wield it effectively. And what I'm getting with that is that a lot of these little things where we weight ourselves, uh, saddle mm-hmm. ourselves with this emotional weight, it, it I think it affects us a lot more than we really. And I'm speaking personally here now. Sure, like mm-hmm. that that I feel like that emotional weight can sap the energy and then make you feel, and you get into this, you get into this mm-hmm. feedback loop, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah. I, I don't have, and then you get down on yourself because mm-hmm. you're not, you're not performing. You don't have the energy. So you don't put in the time and, and you feel like you're not doing the work and mm-hmm. it just gets Deadline worse. Deadlines slip, whatever Deadline it might slip, be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so we talk about sustainability. So it's like, how do you set up realistic? Like what is a realistic expectation for yourself? I doubt if, if, mm-hmm. if there's one common characteristic of entrepreneurs is probably that we don't <laughs> set realistic expectations for ourselves, right? We're yeah. looking at what others are doing and we say like, well, I want to be that. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so maybe step one is like, stop doing that. Stop comparing yourself to everyone else. That's way easier said than done. Right. Mm-hmm. And then know mm-hmm. thyself and know, and then it, it's, it's really life hacking, right? It's like, what works for you and how do you mm-hmm. get to the place where you get into, you know, the zone, the flow state, whatever, where you are the most effective. And, mm-hmm. and is it, is it taking a, 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 an hour or two hour nap in the middle of the day? Like whatever it is, like there's no shame yep. in your game. Mm-hmm. Just own yep. it. You're like, look, I'm the kind yep. of person like I just my circadian rhythms require that I take a nap in the middle of the day. Take a nap. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yep. fake mm-hmm. it till you make it. Hack, hack yourself. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yep. And so I think a lot of it's going to require some introspection, guys, in terms of like what works for you. You know, stepping mm-hmm. back and analyzing like what is sapping you of your energy. Because to me, mm-hmm. that's where the burnout is, and and. You know, that's what that's hmm. what, what yeah. I, I get saddled with, like a lot of emotional weight that then it turns into like a physical component. And I sure one hundred percent dismissed for the longest time the the actual physical effects on your body of stress, whether it's mental mm-hmm. stress, physical stress, whatever. Like, you know, I always thought, no, there's a root cause, right? There's something and in a way there is, there's things causing your stress, but a lot of times that's mere those are myriad things mm-hmm. yeah so you know there, there's so many little intertwined factors there's rarely just one thing that's going to contribute to your burnout and it's going to be different for everyone absolutely so tell us in the chat what are the contributing factors for you with burnout and maybe we'll re- <laughs> if you want to share share with the class um yeah so you, I'm going to go back to you, Andrew. What sure. are the big contributing factors? You started to talk about your first business mm-hmm. and how you yep. ran yourself into the ground. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So so that that is a really interesting piece because the first business that uh, that I started, I, I took a wildly different approach uh, than than with with 3D Gloop. 
we went out and raised a, a bunch of money um, from private equity and then eventually venture capital. Uh, you know, it first started with a $150,000 seed investment from a wealthy individual. And that essentially kind of set up this, you know, kind of deadline, if you will, where yeah. I had to spend this money in a certain amount of time on the right things. And I had to achieve mm -hmm. the right, mm -hmm. right pieces. I had to fit all of these puzzle pieces together in just the right way so that when I spent all of the money that I was given to spend, that I was I had a bigger value or I was at a higher level to raise more money. And that's exactly what I did. And then I raised more money. 150000 turned into 500000 And then from there, I had to get a team. I had to start working on a bunch of other things. I had to start managing people. I, had, I was thrown in essentially to the deep end where I had no idea how to build a business. Like at this time, I was 20 years old. I had no idea what the heck I was doing, but uh, you know, I was like, oh, well I'll figure it out. You know, that misplaced optimism, yeah. I, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's going to happen. Right. And you know, deadlines started slip because again, there, there were issues that come up that were beyond our control, but I took them personally. And I saw other founders that started companies at the same time, wildly different business, but I'd saw, I'd see their success. I didn't see where they're at. And it, essentially, you know, I, I kind of, equate this to a hamster wheel that once you get on this hamster wheel mm. and you start walking and running right yep. and then you you know it's a walk to a fast pace and then eventually a jog and then eventually a run and you're running and running and running and if you don't keep running you're gonna fall and you're gonna what spin around yeah wiped around exactly in the and, and I'm seeing these other hamster wheels, you know, these people are running and running and all of a sudden they're starting to move their hamster wheels are moving and I feel like mine isn't because it's stuck. And, you know, then I start feeling, you know, I start feeling all of this weight and this pressure. And it's like, there's no way. And I'm also dealing with people's monies. Like we're talking, you know, at this point, yeah, you know, 750,000, almost a million dollars. And then eventually, you know, we go on to raise another like $2 million. And it's yeah. like, we have all of this money being yeah. pumped into this thing. And it's like all of this pressure. And I have people that I have to support. I have employees. I have other, you know, people oh, that yeah. are that are there. You know, at one time we had a team of 17 people. Yeah, and it's like I, I had to feed 17 other people. Yeah, that's exactly. A lot of mouths to feed. Yeah. For and, sure. And it wasn't until it wasn't until I realized that and I weren't, had weren't to, you like 19 at the time? You were like a real I was like, wunderkind on this one. Yeah. I, yeah, I was I was like 20 years old when, you know, right around that time. Right, 19, guys. 20 what, years what, old. Think back, guys. What, what did you know when you were 20 <laughs> about running a business and, and supporting 17 other people? Dude, yeah. Okay, pause a second because there's a lot of like I said, a lot of meat mm -hmm. on this bone. Uh, sure. I wanna I wanna go to some of the comments because we got some fantastic ones and I'm seeing a lot of cool common threads and I appreciate everybody sharing. Uh, awesome. Big one. Uh, first of all, shout out 3D Printing Nerd. Amazing holiday giveaway stream last night. Mm -hmm. So energized. So happy to see like so much good being done there. That was fantastic. But Joel has a a perfect comment on this whole thing and obviously mm -hmm. as a top tier youtuber himself we we had some offline commentary about james's comment uh and and kind of the impetus of this whole thing um he says one massive aspect of burnout for him is the grind on youtube so that's the platform mm -hmm. his primary content release platform um yeah you guys all know that it's really tough to produce content and release on a platform you have no control over so the mm -hmm. the keyword that i see there 
that I think we can all share is control, right? When mm-hmm. you feel that you do not have control over your destiny or what is happening and you feel like you could just get blindsided at a moment's notice, the, the script can be flipped on you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the way I've always said it with YouTube is like, you're playing in somebody else's sandbox, right? And we've seen this time and time again, YouTube changes the rules of engagement. They change the rules of the revenue share and all that stuff. So as a YouTuber, you know, you might have figured out how to achieve some good success. You get your numbers up. You've got some good Mm -hmm. revenue coming in. And then all of a sudden, and we may see this again next year when Mm -hmm. they really start to focus more on shorts content. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, now, I don't do a lot of uh, con- like content in the traditional sense of content creation. I'm I'm a little bit, for me, worried about being on enough to do mm-hmm. that. I, I know it's something I need to do more of, and I'm very, very interested and want to, but I am not envious of the YouTubers out there. And that goes back to what Hacksmith James was talking about, and you kind of alluded to it, too, in a, in a little bit of a different way, the, the cycle mm-hmm. of the flywheel. Yep. But you start getting on this path where it's like you grow, 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 grow. You're 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 making good money, and then you you hire an editor, or maybe you have a producer. Where there's more mouths to feed, there's more expense. So that mm-hmm. means you have to make more videos, and you start making videos because you have to to pay the bills, yep. and not because you want to, right? So like mm-hmm. that that also feels like a loss of control, right? It becomes yep. a grind not a, a, a source of joy. And we deal with this, mm-hmm. as re, you know, and this is a very, very dangerous point, especially as makers for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that get excited about getting into business as a maker because they're passionate about the make. But then yep. they realize really quickly that their hobby, when it becomes their jobby, uh, mm-hmm. is a grind. And it is not fun anymore because they don't want to make thousands mm-hmm. of the same thing like a lot of the common thread with a lot of us makers is we just meant to make cool stuff and yep. and it's not cool to make ten thousand of the same one cool stuff is is mm-hmm. a lot of the perception yeah i mean it could be cool but it's not as it's, cool right it's, well i think it's cool i think but i geek out yeah. on process and and i yep. like the concept if i'm going to put this work in like i want to build a system so that that streamlines so that it's like i'm printing money i'm making money while i'm sleeping i've got i've done mm-hmm. all this work to optimize that but back yep. to back to joel's statement the con- the control factor some of the other uh, mm-hmm. things that uh, are, are being said. Henry Creations is with us, by the way. Very talented. A uh, lot of... Uh, this is a great um, business model for a lot of people in, in, in prop making. So trying to be content mm-hmm. creator, but at the same time, like a, a very talented designer. Uh, uh, and he's, uh, he's done a lot of cosplay and stuff like that as well. He would say, trying to push mm-hmm. too hard for a long time definitely burns you out. So that's yep. what we talked about at the head of the show, right? Like you don't... Yep know where the finish line is there is no finish mm-hmm. line right yep. so an un like a lack of scope yep can be a mm-hmm. massive contributor to burnout right mm-hmm. uh who else had some good stuff um grant 3d musketeers the lack of ability to slow down and take a break that mm-hmm. is huge right we burden ourselves with like Hey, you can sleep when you're dead. Like these, these comments that are, are yes. and especially as um, Americans, we are mm-hmm. terrible about work-life balance. And so I'm speaking globally. I know not everybody is this way, <laughs> but the, the perception is like the way our work week is defined and, and how married we are 
to that mm-hmm. and our lack of uh, ability to, to stop and take a break because that's perceived as lazy or, yep. you know, whatever. And that's, that's huge. Slowing down, taking a break is seen as loss of income. So he doesn't do it. It's very difficult to have to find ways to recharge. I'm mm-hmm. 100% guilty of the same thing. Um, yep. I, I can't, I, I've got mouths to feed besides my own. Uh, I owe it to them. I can't just decide I'm going to take the week off um, because the flywheel is turning and mm-hmm. it is very, very expensive to bring it to a grinding halt. Yep. Uh, so I feel you there, Grant. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people do. Um, mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing stuff. Um, uh, Mandic, really, uh, Alan, fellow Alan, good to see you, my friend. My partner is trying hard <laughs> to get me to schedule months in advance to have a concept of what's next that is really stress relieving. So that's good. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some of these little tips and tricks. And I want to, sh- I want everybody to share their tips and tricks coping mechanisms mm-hmm. and whatnot, because like that's how we get to a better place, right? So yep. finding things that work for you, just, hey, take in a moment. We've talked about this before. Yep. Take, a, take a moment, write your thoughts down, have a plan, define the scope, define and, mm-hmm. and know what works. Be honest about what works for you. I Like, I'm the kind of person that just needs it to be calendared out. If you know that about yourself, then make sure you're doing, give yourself what you need, right? Yep. Well, yeah, and that's that's actually an excellent point right there. That statement, give yourself what you need. It wasn't until where I realized it's like, well, wait a second. I've got to I got to make for sure that myself is kind of protected or has everything that it needs in order to continue moving forward. And that simple change in mindset of, okay, what can I do for myself? And I'm not trying to talk about being selfish or, you know, putting yourself on the top of the pyramid. What I'm talking about is, is what can you do that makes for sure that you can keep performing at a sustainable level so that you can keep this engine running? Um, and you know, like you were mentioning, Alan, you know, if you need to take a nap in the middle of the day, then take a nap in the middle of the day, whatever it might be for, you know, the, us, you know, maker entrepreneurs out there, uh, you know, we always get excited about the make or, you know, the, you know, the crazy cool things that we might, you know, be working on. Mm -hmm. And when we Mm -hmm. find ourselves in a business, making a bunch of widgets again and again and again, copy and paste, we lose sight of those things that we're excited. So, set some time aside for you to go and scratch that itch. It's okay to not constantly be pushing that needle forward or making that flywheel spin. Uh, because if you burn out, if you end up in a rut, the whole thing falls apart anyways. So taking a little bit of time away so that you can make for sure that you are doing the things that you need to be sustainable, it, it's going to pay you know, in the long run. Right. You got to start thinking more big picture instead of if I don't close this sale, if I don't close this deal, the whole thing's going to fall apart. I can tell you if you put too much stress on yourself, the whole thing's going to fall apart anyways, regardless of, you know, what happens, you know, from the outside. So this this goes back to the uh, energy comment that I had earlier, mm-hmm. and it's what, what's lost on a lot of people, and myself included. It's like I'm very good, I think, at identifying a lot of these problems. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I can actually address it in a meaningful way, and I'll, I'll get into mm-hmm. some more more sharing time on that in a moment. But uh, it, in a lot of ways, it, it, it takes energy to make energy, and by that mm-hmm. we talk about self care and and mm-hmm. like. Uh, that if you're not, if you're not 
getting proper sleep, if you're not working out or doing something physical to like keep the blood pumping a lot of times to your brain and stuff like that, um, you, you put yourself in a worse spot. Right. And it, it was like, I can hear, I can hear the groans right now. Everybody going like, Oh crap. I'm supposed to be working out on top of all this other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, like who has time for that? That's like the first thing that goes like you're, you're, you're not eating healthy. You're not working out. You're not giving yourself the fuel that you need to be efficient. Right. And so mm-hmm. that's another one. Like there are so many of these little feedback loops that yep. contribute to this stuff. Like you're not taking care of yourself properly. You're trying to push further in. So that means you're working more hours, which means you're sleeping less, which means you're not working out as much. You're not doing the things that you need to do, which means that the time mm-hmm. that you do have is a lot less effective. Like raise your hand. If you have guilty of like <laughs> being out there and just st- like, you know, you've been doing something, but you, like you stop and you have a moment and you're like, I've been sitting here like an hour and a half and I could not tell you what I've actually been doing this last hour and a half. Like that, that mm-hmm. highway hypnosis. You ever have that where you're driving along? Yeah. And you're like I've been, I just traveled like 200 miles and I don't remember any of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that, that exists yeah. very much in, in life as well too. So we like get in this like drone state autopilot mm-hmm. and, and that's not a good place to be because that's when mistakes are happening and you're not, you know, so a lot of times you're going to have way more effective time mm-hmm. but with less time allocated. Right. So if you spend yep. more hours sleeping and, and, and eating right and, and working out and everybody's just like, shut up. Like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need to hear that right now. The holidays are coming up and you know, nobody's yep. doing this and all that stuff. But I mean, it takes energy to make energy, to sustain energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've got to find the rhythm and the hacks and stuff like that that work for you, so that the time you do spend is effective. Yep. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. that's just like a m- massive piece in and of itself, right? But again, mm-hmm. like those things get you caught in. And to me, it's like every time I feel like I'm stuck in that loop. Like then mm-hmm. I then the mental weight of it all starts to pour in, and then I start to feel like uh, I need to, you know, I burn out because yep. I haven't had a break, and I haven't like I'm just making it worse for myself. You guys, mm-hmm. you're making it worse for yourself, right? I mean, I don't know. Yep. I I fully agree. I think that that's that's one of the biggest things is, is we are our own worst enemies in many cases. You know these. Uh, you know as as entrepreneurs, we want to be. You know we we have that idea of success for us, but you know we again it's a constant moving target, and then we see these snapshots of other people, and we're constantly comparing it. And you know maybe again our business is affected by things that we can't control. And then when those things don't go the way that we were hoping or anticipating, it, it can weigh on us. Yeah. And instead of, instead of just, you know, saying, okay, Hey, you know, I'm going to get back up. I'm going to try it again, but I need a break first. You know, we take it personally and then it becomes hard for us to want to get back up. It's like, well, why do you want to subject yourself to more pain or, you know, you know, again, constantly bashing your head into a brick wall, thinking that mm-hmm. you're going to be able to knock it down, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, so <laughs> one of the things I want to offer up, you know, to you guys as a business owner, for those that are starting to do, uh, you know, getting into business or are in a business themselves is, uh, and we haven't really like talked about, but the, the financial metric mm-hmm. and, and that tie to the feeling of success, right? Because like that mm-hmm. is, that is just the common thread and the most 
tangible performance metric that I thought a lot, a lot of times you have. So we're here in December at the end of the year, which means we're closing out the books. We're we like analyzing mm-hmm. where, where we've been and all this stuff. And if I'm being honest, which I am, <laughs> this has been a really <laughs> tough year uh, uh, financially for us. Uh, one, we're we're about fifteen, somewhere between fifty. The final numbers aren't in there, but we're between fifteen and twenty percent less revenue than we were last year. Um, mm-hmm. And then on top of that, expenses have uh, gone up because we are in an inflationary cycle. The cost of materials, the cost of sure. labor has gone up. Like it, 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 everything, every in every category, expenses has gone up, and so. Yep. We will be lucky if we break even at the end of the year. So looking at the, you know, the PL balance sheets and mm-hmm. all that stuff, it's it's really depressing a lot of times when you're like, I've spent all of these hours working so hard and all this stuff, and I I, I literally at best broke even. Right. Like yep. I have nothing. It feels like I've and I know it's not nothing to show for, guys. It's like and I'm, what I'm mm-hmm. talking about here. And again, just to give you perspective, this is not a brag. I know that it's taboo to talk about money, but this is a business podcast. Like we did about mm-hmm. a half mil in revenue this year, but we had a half mil in expenses uh, as well. So <laughs> we just like yeah. we're on that loop. Right. And all that stuff. And it's like uh, I've done an entire year's work and I've I am in the same spot where I started now. Mm-hmm. That's not ty- entirely fair. Like we've we've uh, employed people, you know, so we've we've had people's cost of living like we've invested in equipment. You know, those expenses mm-hmm. are all attributed to things that I won't have to do as much of next year. Now there'll be their next year. We'll have its own expenses and challenges and stuff like that. And I know a lot of people are like, Oh man, I'd be, I'd love to be at a half. But it's funny because as you grow, as you get on this wheel, you're really just adding Mm -hmm. zeros a lot of times to the end of things. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, yeah, a half million dollars of revenue sounds fantastic. If you're keeping some of that in your pocket when you're not, it's just a (laughs) grind man it's a grind and so i feel what joel is saying what a lot of other people are saying Mm -hmm. where uh you know it's like i want to have some of that that profitability for distributions for saving for a rainy day for saving for the bigger space and then that's where i start going into like what what am i even doing here like Mm -hmm. am i trying like because that's just keeping contributing and like you're growing the the wheel right yep um Mm -hmm. And it's hard when I look at these things and I say like, well, man, we, we did worse than we did last year. And so I feel like mm-hmm. I've failed in some way. Um, mm-hmm. There are plenty that would say, hey, look, if you're, you're doing that well, even still in this, this economy in these times, like you're still, you're still above ground every day above ground. Yep. This is a good one. <laughs> but that's not an easy thing as a business owner to take. That feels like a big L for me. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I'm any closer to getting ahead and, and, and defining like where I want to be. So now we have to start getting into the conversation about sustainability. Mm-hmm. This is the point where we pivot <laughs> in the conversation. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. It, it all melds together, but yeah, let's start talking about a, some coping mechanisms for burnout. We've already done a little bit of that. And two, like yep. trying to define the goal in a way. Um, mm-hmm. before we do that though, we have a caller. Oh boy. Would you, would you <laughs> like to take a caller? Let's see Let's if we do can, this. we see if we can pull her in. Hello. You're on the line with, uh, Andrew and Pooch here at maker that money. Who are we speaking to? Can we hear her? 
Let's see. We're not muted. It says she's muted. Uh, Looks like she's muted. Oh, maybe she has to unmute herself. It's a she. Yeah. That's a hint. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if it's something where I have her unmuted on our end. Oh, yeah, that's off. We don't have input. Well, we'll we'll carry on and we'll see if she pops in here while we're we're going, but she should be should be linked in. Um we just can't hear. Uh, let's, let's, let's pivot ourselves and see if she, sure. if she figures and drops off or maybe she's got, I don't know where the input is. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Courtney, we see you. We want to talk to you. Um, <laughs> why don't you, sh- why don't you share then again, if we're talking about like, how do we start to define s- sustainability? How do we, how do you guys advise that mm-hmm. I start to address the things that are causing me burnout and weight? So fix, fix me. Here's 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 what I would suggest. Um, step one, and we've actually talked about this in several previous podcasts. Write down what your goals are for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want your business to be? Uh, you know, it, do you want it to be a you know a, a thing where you know it, it, you grow it and you turn it into you know a you know huge international company do you want to be a small mom and pop business where you know you have a storefront on you know main street whatever it might be it doesn't matter Mm. write down some goals for yourself i think and you know just kind of frame it just you know just something so that from there when you start having these further thoughts and conversations with you know those people that you can fight in or your mentors or you know anyone that you have again this picture of what your version of success is Mm -hmm. uh so that when you start seeing all of the social media all of the other things that are going on like you know friends colleagues you can actually say okay well hey this is what i want and you know i see you know either people are are achieving this or or whatever but you can then refocus and go back and say no this is what i said i want my success to be instead of getting lost in that churn of oh wow the, like they must be doing it right i must be doing everything wrong Mm-hmm. The second piece I think goes into write stuff down. I've said it before when it comes to science and engineering, you know, it, it's basically screwing around and writing it down. Like as long as you write things down and right. you can have this, this log that you can go back to and say, Hey, we accomplished X, Y, and Z throughout the end of the year. Yeah. These are the biggest things that we were able to do. Because a lot of times it's super easy to forget all of those struggles that you were presented with and how you overcame those. And, you know, the reasons why you're better off because you experienced those. Right. Uh, You know, it's 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 too easy just to like, oh, well, I'll just remember it. No, write it down. Like, Mm. you know, whether it's. You know, for for us, like we had this huge issue with our caps, trying to get you know these new injection molded caps, right. and like trying to get you know all of this stuff. We had issue after issue after issue, only to be, you know, like finally overcome it. But it took us months to do that, and so being able to reflect and say, well, these were the things that we did right, these were the things we did wrong, where we could do better. It, it was you know monumental in us not feeling burnt out, having to go through all of that. Yeah. All right, we're gonna try again here with Courtney. All right, now we got you. How's it going, Courtney? Filament stories on the line. I call in, and this is the last time you couldn't hear me because I was low. And this time, the 
do you, can we use the microphone was behind the window? Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. It's tough when the microphone's yes. on the other side of the window, yes. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, so I had, well, I had, uh, I think two things. One, and I was going to call in because, you know, I talk and we wanted to not get in and hijack the rest of your time. You talked about what you can do, and I am in a very small Discord, not a lot of people, because I'm in a bunch, but this is a people who are all doing similar things, and it has been amazing because technically mm. some of us are competing within the same space, but mm. it's a group of positive people mm -hmm. and they all are supporting each other and they're giving advice when, you know, we, it's all 3D printed relating something and you say, mm. hey, have you worked with this company before? And it's just been a really good group because it's not too big to be overwhelming, but it's a group of like-minded people and they're supportive. Like this podcast is great, right? And we convene here, but I don't know, it's been, it, the, the group was not started for that purpose. The group was started for something silly, but it's turned into that. <laughs> you know, I'm really glad you brought this up, Courtney, because this has been a big thing for me that, that is one of the things that keeps me marching along, too. And I, I, I refer to it as find your people, right? And, mm -hmm. it, yeah. and it allows you to to get some better perspective and, and to f find people that have shared experience. It's really hard in my personal life. Like I don't, I don't have friends and stuff nearby that r are running their own business. You know, I try to look to, for networking events and stuff and I'm getting better at, at, at that. It's also one of those things where it's like, you feel like you have limited amount of time and that's, is that a luxury thing? But I would argue what you're saying is, is valid that by, by finding your people, by, by having these things and 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 sharing your own struggles and hearing other people's and hearing how other people have have done it like first of all you guys you're not unique if you have this problem mm -hmm. somebody else probably has this problem as well and that they're all solvable and sometimes we just need to allow ourselves to get in the right conversations and and get the tools. So like, I, I, I believe in growing better together. You know, the rising tide lifts all ships, the rising tide lifts all benches, uh, whatever you want your <laughs> analogies to, to be. So that's a fantastic point, Courtney. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it has been great. The other thing is when you're with a group of people that burnout, we can, we've been able to give other people things like, okay, so a lot of us are content creators. And the question is, mm -hmm. do I have to publish? Will I get, you know, algorithmed? if I don't, and there are people in there who have said, right, right, it, that's a verb, right? Yeah. You know what, you're okay, go take your vacation. Don't think about it. This yeah. is not what we're seeing happen, I've done it. And that gives you a lot more, I guess, uh, mm -hmm. comfort, right? Uh -huh. And so we've had, I, my husband and I work together on this and you guys don't see him because he's behind the scenes, but- We know he he's there. Out. Yeah. He's there, he, he exists, <laughs> I... you guys have met him. Um, but he, uh, or I, have gotten to, we were like, we had to publish, had to publish. And we were trying to do something every day and we'd be up till two. And finally, one day, one of us said, I'm not publishing tonight. I'm not doing it. And the other one was like, what? oh, that sounds serious, right? Do your, what? Do your what? job. We, we don't do that. We don't do that. And uh, it really was this freeing thing that we didn't have to do it. And just not doing something yeah. or putting something off every now and then has made a huge difference for us. I mm -hmm. I like that. I think, uh, and it's nice when you have a support structure like that, that you can rely on. First of all, shout out Chris, uh, miss you, man. I wish, uh, yeah. <laughs> wish, uh, wish we were here. Give him a big kiss on the mouth for me. <laughs> I'm um, a big kiss from you. Perfect. Thank you. And uh, that's a, a, another, you know, great tip. I think, I think if I'm, and then maybe this is an overshare, but you guys get it. Uh, I, I think for a long time, I've really struggled um, in wishing that 
you know, I had the the home support structure required mm-hmm. of, you know, honestly, I'll be honest, guys, being in a relationship with an entrepreneur is a hard gig, <laughs> like a tough, because you're hearing all the everything and, and yeah. I, I don't feel like I've ever quite had the right support structure for that. Never mind the fact, like, I'm not even talking about wishing that they were involved with me. I mean, like, that would be amazing. Right. Like somebody yeah. that you can just trust implicitly and 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 is is marching toward the same goals and you can build each other up. And, you know, when somebody's down, the other one can be up and you can kind of help mm-hmm. lift each other up. Right. Not drag mm-hmm. each other down. Like, unfortunately, personally, I've I've had more scenarios where um, my you know business is looked at as a as a, a burden or or something that's mm-hmm. getting in the way of the other obligations I have in my personal life. And that has been in. Ongoing struggle. I'm. I. Um. I'll be honest. I'm. I'm divorced because of it. I'm like. I. You know. There's. Mm-hmm. These are the dark sides that you don't always hear, and, it, and and you beat yourself up because it's like, did I choose my business over my family in some ways? And you get into like these terrible things, which I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. It's not. It's not that simple. It's not that you know. It's not true. But um, mm-hmm. you know, you you Courtney are very lucky to have your partner in crime and uh, value that. And and your point is well taken. I want to thank you for sharing these, these tips, like finding your people, finding and, and finding ways to, to build each other up. Andrew's talked about this, the optimism, like I think the requirement of trying to be optimistic so that we can continue to march forward is so critical. So mm-hmm. critical. Yeah. It's better to keep marching forward and do less than just completely fall off the edge of the cliff. Yes. Yeah. Cause that's <laughs> yep. doing nobody any good. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me on guys. And I'm glad I was able to get the mic. Thank working. you. All right. for, yeah. Thank, thank you. For you. Coming in. I love, right. we'll always love talking to you. All right. Be well. I know. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. What a gal. I love that. Yep. She is a ball of energy too, man. I'm like so jealous of like how <laughs> energized she is. We, we hung out quite a bit at form next this year and she is just Ever the optimist, always a smile on her face, just raring to go, like super, mm-hmm. super gung ho. And and I I come across, and I wanted to go back to this point that you had made. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know I come across people like this, right? That are energized. Mm-hmm. Like Joel is a fantastic example of that. I'm like the guy is just like so like it's infectious, right? He's so energized, yep. and he's so like I think the reason that he does so well, the 3D printing nerd uh, on YouTube, guys. Because he's just this amazing cheerleader for the whole thing, and he just finds a way. Like when he was doing his stream last night, he was just like, "Yes, like this is so great! Like I can't even believe it!" Like you, you're just sharing mm-hmm. in this like amazing uh, uh, optimism and energy, and 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 like you just generally believe that he is truly that excited. Uh, and you know, mm-hmm. the caffeine doesn't hurt here and there, but no, he really <laughs> is that way. Um, but again if we're going back to sustainability and stuff like that, that that can take its toll and it, it, it can be mm-hmm. artificial. And sometimes you have to, you know, get up for the, the thing. Cause it, when he's talking about like, I don't always, he, I'm, no, he doesn't always feel like recording and he feels like he has to record and that mm-hmm. sucks. So, yep. so there's two things I want to get at. One is, is I feel like, we need to be in a place where we're not comparing ourselves to others. Right. Because like yep. not everybody can be a Courtney or a Joel telling or whatever, and that's okay. Right. But mm-hmm. that is hard because that is a metric that we look at and like, these people are successful. So I need to be like this. And yep. that's, I think that that actually 
not serve you well because it comes across as disingenuine. You need to find your own voice. You need to be your mm-hmm. own person. You need to, to, to find what energizes you and gets you where you need to be. I think that's critical. So finding a way to not care about <laughs> what others think or, or what others are mm-hmm. doing um, yep. is important. And, and like, the, like you were saying, writing down, focus on what it is that you need and what are yep. your strengths and what are you doing well? You know, mm-hmm. what do you bring to the conversation? Yep. Um, you know, so that's step one. And then the, 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 the other piece of that whole thing is like, how do we avoid like the growth wheel? The, like, like what, how do mm-hmm. you make a sustainable, is it a loop or is it a line? Is it like, are we, do we need to mm-hmm. stop thinking about it as a loop and start thinking about like, this is the start and this is it because it will be a defined mm-hmm. end point. You will yep. retire at some point. There will come a time where you are not able to do this job anymore. It may be yep. 40 years, 50 years in the future. Mm-hmm. It may end up being like, you know what? I just want to try this until I find my next thing. And that's fine mm-hmm. too. And it, the goalposts are always moving. Yep, they sometime. move. Yeah. And that's okay. For, for, for me, what I would say is, you know, understanding, you know, like, or trying to learn because it is a learning process, what it is that you want out of your life and what it is that you want out of, you know, in this case, your business, um, writing some things down, having some simple goals for yourself to make for sure. It's like, Oh, Hey, am I still working towards this goal? We'll do numbers for you. Um, you know, for instance, like we wanted to hit, you know, like one of our goals, you know, when we started 3d gloop was to sell or hit 10,000 orders. That is a goal that we achieved this year earlier. Congrats. And you know, like, how'd you pick that number? It was just, you just wanted to, it was just a a random, you know, like you set a goal. We wanted a goal of, of, you know, first we wanted a goal of a thousand and then like, you know, we want 10,000 and, you know, we also, you know, we had a goal of like, it would be really nice to have $500,000 in, you know, lifetime revenue. How long do you think it would take us? And we would set these generic kind of arbitrary goals, but it was something that was something we could look forward to. And then I think the next piece was, is like learning to celebrate those wins. Like that's one of the awesome things that we talk about is we talk about the wins here, but celebrate the wins, go out, treat yourself to a nice dinner, treat yourself, do something fun, do something fun. Because again, it, it, it reinforces this. Okay. It's not so bad. It's, you know, and you get to learn what it is that you, you know, you're really good at. And one of the things like where, you know, it's like, okay, Hey, you're, you're looking for all of these positive things. Right. And I, I don't know. I think it just, it goes to, serve you better for you know knowing that there is no defined endpoint in many cases mm. um but along the way you can create new little pit stops like while you're on a long yeah, road that's trip a good analogy i like that take some pit stops you along know the way sure you know we're all guilty of if you know another common thread getting in our own head right and like so the mm-hmm. the, the winds <laughs> If you guys are paying attention, like half of the point of this is for both of us to like <laughs> have the exercise, get the energy, you know, have the community focus on the positive, realize that it's not as bad because we it's so easy. Like, why mm-hmm. why is it? And maybe maybe it's not for everybody. But why is it that when you you get into your own head, like the negativity is in there. Like mm-hmm. it's not, you don't yep. you're, you're, inside your own head is rarely like a positive space it, for me. Mm-hmm. At least I, I don't know. 
like like it's that's where I do all my analysis of things and I start to get into the more like ah, I should be doing this better I should, I should you know it's never like oh and then I did this and like why can't it work the other way why can't we I be think, like I think it's I'm, biology I'm we're we're pre-wired <laughs> we're pre-wired to to remember the things that hurt us so that we don't do those things again or the things that you know kind of prevent us from doing you know like moving forward right um you know in in a general context you know we don't as people or as as living things we don't want to get hurt because it prevents life from moving forward yeah. now we have this this whole consciousness self-aware piece that goes on top of it but i think it really it kind of stems again from that same aspect of well you know these are things that we have done wrong or that we think that we've done wrong and it has yeah. hurt us maybe it's financially where it's like okay you know it's like we could do better we need to be doing better yeah. and so then it becomes a, an echo chamber yeah. of well you know i did this wrong it's and i did this wrong echo chamber and you and constantly yeah you constantly remember everywhere. your own your own mistakes because it's you don't want to repeat those mistakes whereas other people they don't even see them as a mistakes many of the times yeah um you know, it's like your own embarrassments, right? You know, yeah. I think I read somewhere where, you know, you remember your own embarrassments way, way more than anyone else would. Like you yeah. might do something embarrassing and you'd sit there and think like, oh, they must think, you know, of that, you know, down the road. And they don't because it's it's all in your own head because you ah. felt injured or yourself. Now we're getting into and, some interesting psychology yeah. stuff. So J James in the chat, <laughs> other James friend, uh, NorCal Machine Works, shout out NorCal Machine Works. Personal negativity bias is a biologically programmed thing, self-preservation stuff. Interesting. Yeah. I guess yeah. I hadn't occurred to me that, that that is designed like, oh, you know, if I don't yeah. pull myself up by my bootstraps, but but it, it, it ends up being, like I said, an echo chamber and it can dr really drag you down and stuff like a lot of times. All right, we're rounding out the hour here. We've done a solid 60. I think we're going a little long, but I think that's okay because this is an important topic. Um, yeah. I, I would say... Uh, a couple more tidbits. I'd like to share a couple more tidbits and tips and tricks and life hacks for like how to help hear them. defeat, uh, defeat this stuff. So, you know, think the things I'm here, like let go is a, is, is like a big one. And then the other one for me is ask for help. And that is, those mm -hmm. are both very hard things to do. I think as an entrepreneur to admit, you have a problem. Yeah. Admit that you're gun. It's all trade-offs, right? Because it's like, to me, I don't want to relinquish control. I've, I've talked to mm -hmm. Clayton, Uncle Jesse about this endlessly. It's like, we just don't have, we don't trust other people to do it the way that we want, but ultimately you are never going to get anywhere if you're not able to offload some of that stuff. Another fantastic conversation I had this week was with Emma Fletcher. She owns a company called Learn to Solder Kits. Shout out Learn to Solder Kits. Mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about um, uh, the actual offloading. Like in, it, when you're thinking about bringing in help, like mm -hmm. find like identifying the like what is it that you need to get off your plate but because it's either like causing you too much stress or emotional baggage or you just hate doing it or whatever like make that list and mm -hmm. and focus on just getting the things off your plate i think we get yep. too i think we get too wrapped up in like well if i'm going to bring on another person they're going to be my ex they're going to be my marketing person they're going to be my production person or like whatever no like actually think about like what is going to move the needle so that you can go back to the building fire stations, not putting out fires job. And I yep. know that that's a luxury that a lot of people feel like you can't afford. I can't afford to pay somebody to do that. And so we burden ourselves with all these things that we hate. 
right? Mm -hmm. But find a way to like offload it. Maybe there's another way. Maybe it's not a hire. Maybe it's like going to Fiverr. Like like you're mm -hmm. saying, write down these things and figure out how to unburden yourself yep. in a meaningful way. Right. Because mm -hmm. just hiring people for the sake of hiring people because you're like, well, I need a production person. That doesn't define how that's making your life easier. Yep. And, mm -hmm. and this toes back to the emotional energy. A lot of times we don't like understand how much of a toll the saddling ourselves with the things that we really, really don't like doing is. So mm -hmm. if I'm looking back, I've got a number of actual good wins on that front this year. And it took me a long time to get there. One was the, getting the accounting off of my plate, getting yep. a, pr a true professional on that stuff like that unburdened me immensely. So yes, mm -hmm. I pay a lot more from that for that, but it's like, I'm not, I'm not avoiding mm -hmm. that piece that I've hated and I'm not trying to like, feel like, well, I don't even know enough about, you know, the tax code. Yep. And I'm like, I'm not an expert in this fact, you know, it's, this is money we're spending, but it took me some mm -hmm. time to define that and identify that. The other one was mm -hmm. the customer service piece. This one is tough for me because it's like, I love being close to the customer and understanding where the challenges are and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I am so guilty of burdening myself with that, where even though we have, you know, business hours, I would still be like looking at, because even though you have like, we will respond to emails and chats, like between mm -hmm. nine to five, like people email yep. you at all times of day, especially when you're selling internationally and stuff like that and asking questions. And you're like, well, I'll just answer this now because I don't want to have to deal with it tomorrow. But yep. a lot of times like I'll wake up, I haven't even started the day, I haven't had my coffee or any of that stuff. And I'm dealing with an upset customer and I'm just like, boom, I, I like, I, just mm -hmm. murdered my energy for the day because I was like, Oh, we let another person down. We screwed up or they're not happy or whatever. And so while I, I want that feedback and I want that opportunity, sometimes you have to put a little insulation in there. Mm -hmm. Like there's still going to be times where I'm going to have to get involved and all that stuff, but like putting that tier one support in. So I'm, I'm I have my, my production guy is taking, he wants more responsibility. He's taken on, I think I talked about this last week. He's taking on some customer service. So he's going to be the first tier support and just, just tackle those things that, you know, Hey, mistakes get made. It closes the loop for him. If he, you know, yep. screwed it up too. And, mm -hmm. and then, and then it just, it's kind of an out of sight, out of mind. I know a lot of people are going to say, ah, eh, well, you're kind of just sweeping it under the rug, but mm -hmm. sweep it under the rug sometimes. Right. Cause you can only burden sometimes. Yeah. So much. Mm -hmm. Right. Like who cares? Like that it's going to have to, money's going to have to get spent anyway. Like saddling yourself with that isn't going to do any good. Mm -hmm. So yeah. do you have any, you know, hacks or tricks or things for like, how do you unburden yourself? How do you ask for help? That's it, it, it's a hard one. Um, you know, here, you know, at Gloop, there's a there's a co-founder, right? Uh, you know, many people don't get to see him, uh, you know, because he's he's off still, you know, working another job full time and I'm here full time. Um, and in many cases, I felt like, oh, well, I've got to be the one because I'm the one here full time. I've got to be the one to do this. And I wouldn't go and ask for help you know, to that co-founder and you say, Hey, I need your help to do this. I need you to do this. Um, and you know, it was a, it was an issue where I felt like, yeah, it's a trust thing. It's like, Oh, well, you know, it's not that I don't trust him. It was, it's just like, well, I got to do it because he's got other things that he's got to worry about. I've got to do this. And, um, I, I think literally what you were saying is sometimes you have to sweep it under the rug. Sometimes you have to just say, you know what, 
this has got I can't this is unsustainable if I'm doing it. Right. So it's either it gets done or it's not gonna get done and we'll get to it when it gets to it. Everything's um, a trade-off, guys. And and there's yeah. that, like I've said, like th- this is part of fake it till you make it. This is part of like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you don't want to do it. Alan Mandic in the uh chat. Hard part, I view the tiny spot the tiny stuff as part of the bigger. Right now, he literally needs to sort nuts and bolts. Uh, but he can't let it go to somebody else because he worries they won't do it right. I'm so unbelievably guilty of this. You know, mm-hmm. Clayton will say the same thing if he's still in here. Like, yep. I don't trust other people to do it right. And mm-hmm. that is not a good spot to be in because if you want to grow, you yep. have to let go. But that, Just that's let not it like be a very Don King thing yeah. to say. If you want to grow, you have to let go. Uh, another one, James at NorCal Machine Works spitting some wisdom again. Sometimes we can't afford to not be able to afford to delegate stuff. Tough spot. <laughs> yep. I mean, that, I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's like the, the it takes energy to make energy. Like, like mm-hmm. you, you when you look at the true cost of not delegating, you're not evaluating mm-hmm. it properly because you're not accounting for your time properly. And you're not. And so really, like you're, you're just thinking like, oh, if I hire somebody, that's going to cost me ten dollars an hour, fifteen dollars an hour, whatever it is, or five bucks a kit or, you know, the, the, yep. that. And I'm like, I don't have that money to do that right now. No, it's probably costing you more than that because you're burdening yourself, which means you're less effective, which means that mm-hmm. your hourly rate is increasing because mm-hmm. your efficacy has gone down. Yep. So, yep. so a lot of it is like framing the whole thing properly and understanding like, what is the true cost of this? And that mm-hmm. is really tough to do, right? It is. Finding it is the true, very hard. Find the true <laughs> cost. Be mm-hmm. honest with yourself. Yep. Word. Um, <laughs> Guys, oh man, I feel like I'm just like, uh, like I, I get. Oh, we can manic. keep going on. I this. get like, manic yeah. about it because it's just like I know it's a problem. It doesn't mean that I'm great with it in practice. It has taken yep. us sometimes. I, I was Alan Mandic, Mr. Mandic. Really, I was in the exact same spot where it's just like, nope, uh, like somebody else is going to screw it up. You know what? What I found is yes. It is going to it is going to screw up. Nobody is going to be perfect. Even you aren't going to be perfect and it doesn't do you any good beating yourself up about it or still like forcing yourself mm-hmm. like you got to let go of that. And and yeah. these are all solvable problems. Like lots of great conversations on my indie hacker threads, uh, indie hacker Twitter by the way, guys, if you're into that. There's a ton of people out there that are solopreneurs if you're not familiar with that term that really believe that they don't want the burden of doing it like they're they're typically in the software space because they're trying to create software as a service things or things mm. that are sustainable as like a true individual business. And a lot of the shared thread mm-hmm. is exactly what we're talking about, where they don't want the burden of having to manage other people, of of having yep. to make sure that the other person gets paid. Like it's, you know, we we take that burden on ourselves. Like that's that's the cross we bear as the entrepreneur. Like I can always not pay myself. I cannot mm-hmm always not pay somebody else right and we don't want that mm-hmm. stress because that's a lot of stress to burden yourself mm-hmm. with but you're gonna grow um you're not gonna grow if you don't you don't yep. seek the help um mm-hmm. what was the saying adam from power belt uh 3d it's a it's a proverb it's like if you want to go fast go alone mm-hmm. if you want to go far go together so finding ways yep. to go together and sometimes that might mean a co-founder sometimes that might mean employees but yep. y- y- the time being a precious resource there's only so many hours like you can you're only going to be able to get so far by yourself 
And so being mm-hmm. honest about like, well, what is the growth plan? It doesn't mean you're ready to, you might not have the money to hire and stuff like that, but that's where you're planning and writing mm-hmm. down. What are your goals? Are, are you trying to grow this thing bigger? And like, how do, how do I even get there? So I know I can mm-hmm. base myself. Like, how do I define? Maybe it's, it's not the it's finish It's like how line, you say it, but it's like Eat the, the elephant. The, the waypoints. How do I define the waypoints? <laughs> yep. Yeah, eat the elephant one yeah. bite at a time. Yeah, one bite at a time. You know, you 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 make it so that it's smaller pieces that are easier to digest. And you know, plan your pit stops. Plan for your success, but also plan for some failures too. And that's okay. You know, just because it didn't go the way that you wanted to at that first time, it doesn't mean that you have to give up and stop trying. It just means you got to readjust, um, you know, go a different direction. So to so. bring it full circle from the uh, running analogy that I had at the top of the show, um, mm-hmm. what I'm seeing now as to continue this metaphor or this analogy and it goes into eating the elephant one bite at a time. When you're talking about pacing yourself, don't think about mm-hmm. it as the start of the run and the end of the run. Think about mm-hmm. it as the start of the run and mile one and mile two and mile mm-hmm. three. You need to define the the checkpoints along the way so that you mm-hmm. are working towards defined space. Mm-hmm. And like th- those waypoints may like vary in scope. Yeah. But that's where you're talking about like doing the planning and understanding what are you working towards this week, this day, this month, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, so that you can allow yourself to get there and not burden yourself with, yep. I don't even know where I'm going, right? Like know where mm-hmm. you're going and know what the checkpoints are along the way. One, one last little tidbit that yep. I think works really well for us. Operate in sprints. Agile, be agile, you know, read up on a thing. Yeah. You know, define something that you're working toward and give yourself a small limited amount of time and do everything you can to get it done in that time. And if you don't get it done in that time, that's fine. But the idea is like, you know, Pooch was just saying here, breaking it down into the mile markers where you're, you know, you're working towards this. You know, you you can have, okay, this is my mile marker and I want to have this pace over this mile. And you try and you work towards that. And, you know, if you if you miss it, it's okay. But operating in these short little sprints prevents you from getting stuck in all of this other stuff. Because what you might realize is like, well, hey, you you encounter a blocker that wasn't allowed that didn't allow you to complete that mile. You you ran into a dead end, so yep. you have to kind of backtrack a little bit and go yep. around. That's okay. Yep. But this way you're not you're not stuck constantly. You, you know you're operating in these little project zones. Yeah. Like for us, when we were doing our retail packaging, we said, okay, the goal is to get retail packaging. But in order to get that, we have these smaller pieces. Let's get these thermoformed inserts done. And we busted our butts for, you know, Mm -hmm, around mm -hmm. two weeks to get a prototype done. And we just said, will this work? And then it's like, yes or no. And then from there, it allowed us to do another sprint and another one, another one until eventually we we built it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we only got there because we were operating in these shorter segments. Yeah. So agile is a very common uh, practice in in, uh, software development, guys, if you're not familiar Mm -hmm. with that and the concept of, you know, scrum and sprints and there's all kinds of like interesting stuff. But it's it's exactly that where instead of looking at things as uh, the traditional method for attacking stuff is like what's called waterfall. Right. Because you're defining Mm -hmm. like I need to do this before I do this before I do this. And it's it's a very Mm -hmm. linear way of thinking. 
Whereas, Mm -hmm. whereas sprints gives you a way to do digestible chunks where maybe you can operate more in parallel. And it's not to say that there aren't blockers and stuff along the way, but you're breaking Mm -hmm. down the problem into more discrete chunks. And the other piece of that, that I think is beneficial is I think it allows you to celebrate wins more because you're, you're achieving, you, you Mm -hmm. see more tangible process by defining it along the Mm -hmm. way. Yep. You know? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, well said. I think that's a good, uh, good thing. Uh, James again with another one, not delegating and sharing your burden is like taking the batteries out of your clock because you don't have enough time in the day. Uh, emotional energy is the greatest currency we have as an entrepreneur. I agree. I was saying that at the beginning. That's awesome. It's not Mm -hmm. time. It's, it's energy. It's emotional energy. It's all of that because without energy, you can't Mm -hmm. do anything. It doesn't matter if you have time. Well yeah. said, my man. Uh, Baloo, uh, I'm glad to see you as well uh, here. You've been saying a lot of really great stuff uh, as well. I'm sorry we can't get to everybody's fantastic points. I'm, I'm literally going to have to go back and watch this and uh, <laughs> digest a lot of it because they're coming fast and furiously, and everybody's just got some just amazing contribution and perspective um, here. And I, I thank you for joining us and helping me kind of to re-energize. Like there is a lot of value in doing these types of podcasts for me to remind mm-hmm. myself of the things that I already know a lot of the time uh, that, that mm-hmm. you know, we're still making progress. We're still going somewhere. And uh, uh, that's, that's a good thing. So, so thank you guys. Thank you for being part of this community and, and, and having, you know, being kindred spirits uh, uh, and on our journey, because like we always say, mm-hmm. We don't claim to have it figured out, and a lot of times we don't. Like I said, I feel like a massive imposter on this one because I feel very burned out a lot of the time. But somehow I still keep on marching forward, and I will continue to. That relentless optimism, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Find it. Love it. Love it. Explore it. Guys, uh, I want to wish everybody a fantastic holiday season going forward. A little housekeeping. If you haven't, mm-hmm. uh, help us out. Share the word on the socials. Smash the like button. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Listen to the podcast. Uh, participate. Join us like Courtney. Thank you, Courtney, for calling in today. We always love call-ins. And um, we need to talk about the schedule the rest of the week. Just really quick housekeeping. Uh, mm-hmm. The next week is like... Uh, it's not Christmas Eve. It's like two days before. Two days before, yeah, uh, or a day and before. And I think it's like the thirtieth. So I am not. I'm kind of. Uh, part of me is like tempted to just be like, do we just pick back up in 2023, or do we want to do any more like last of the year? So you're gonna have to stay tuned on that one, guys. I'm still feeling un un <laughs> uncertain on that. But uh, you know, check check your daily schedules, which is another thing we need to do is actually have a more defined schedule for this. But yep. um, plan on next Friday, unless unless you're here. Otherwise, if you're not following us on Twitter, we're very talkative on there. That's a good way to to hear the latest and greatest Maker That Money news. You can also just search the tag, hashtag Maker That Money, all is one word. Mm-hmm. Um, you will find everything that I talk about will be tagged that way. Um, thank you awesome. to all those who commented and cham- chimed in. I want everybody to have a fantastic weekend. Keep fighting uh, and keep looking for those wins eat mm-hmm. that elephant one bit at a time you're doing better than you think you are and all the mm-hmm. positivity all the love uh heading your way andrew any parting love for people i mean you wrapped it up pretty great 
I know. I'm sorry. So I steal all. We'll the leave it at stuff. that. All right. All right, my friend. Uh, a pleasure as always. Thank you guys, and we will catch you on the next Maker That Money. Till then, Pooch and Andrew signing off. See ya.